Blog Talk Radio. Popular artist, you may get them for 
$10, maybe $12, maybe $14. But the fact is it was sold for $1. How crazy is that? Buying just this new stuff for a dollar. I mean, Gail, what's the cheapest you've ever spent buying a brand new album? You know, it definitely wasn't one dollar. And even for music that might be ancient, I've never spent just a dollar. I can't say I have actually. I once did spend a dollar for an album. It was from this band from 1986 called Space Hog. I actually bought their album in the year 2000 on a a UCD for a dollar, but that's the closest I've ever gotten. A brand new, highly publicized album from a very popular artist who has been promoting it like crazy, who's been on Letterman, who was just on Saturday Night Live this last week. The idea that sold for $1, that's how much a few months ago the lead single from the album sold for. In fact, you can get a whole album for one dollar. That's amazing. You know, it, it's amazing, and and while I think that's good, you know, I know that Amazon did that around their cloud technology now. Yeah. And it just, you know, my only concern, you know, how it is, Lady Gaga artists are trying to make, you know, generate their own income for their music, and even if they're selling it for a dollar, I'm just kind of wondering what is Lady Gaga getting. Two cents. My guess, my guess is that Amazon is paying the full price, that they're cutting the loss, that whatever, however much money Lady Gaga gets. In fact, I'm going to go onto Amazon right now because this was a one-day sale. I want to see how much this album is selling for right now, so we can see. The well, you know, you know, Ian. The other, the other thing about Lady Gaga is, you know, I hope they let all the kids and students know because. You know, the kids would have gone crazy over that. Lady Gaga, what, are you kidding me? One dollar? One dollar. I mean, I think that was a big thing about it. So it actually, you can buy the CD for, wow, that is cheap. You could actually, I mean, the CD is being sold for $13 or $14. But it's just amazing that yesterday for one day old, so my guess is that, Amazon is paying the record companies the full paying the record companies the full thirteen dollars for anyone who spent a dollar for it because it was just connected to their new cloud music system and I, and I know like the past time she's been a guest host on the show we've talked a lot about the cloud where it's just this new thing it's it's in some ways untested on how it's going to be. I know Google has their own cloud music that's in beta. There's big rumors that Apple's going to have their own cloud music system coming out this fall. But well, the fact actually, is it's, it's, just... it's very true. It's very true, Ian. Um, I've tested out the Google beta. It's, it's actually pretty cool. You know, the only problem I have with the cloud music is, listen, we already own our own music, you know. You know, this is a show about parents, kids, adults with music. We love listening to our music, whether it's on the phone or whether it's in our iPod, whether it's on our iPhone, you know. And now we're asked to, you know, my whole thing is we're asked now to get it from the cloud. (laughs) I I don't know about that, Ian. I mean, I know technology is there and I love it. Like I, in some ways, I feel like I disagree with you in some ways because I know that like my main source of my music collection these days is not all my hundreds of CDs, which are been actually I can't tell you the last time I actually played a CD that I own, but it's all on my computer. And what if what if my hard drive go, breaks? What if something happens? Or it's, let's say I buy a new computer and I copy everything from the old computer to the new computer. By having well, well, this remote about space, yeah. I'm not even talking about computer. What I was saying is that we already have it on our iPads, we have iPods, iPads. We've got it on our, you know, iPhones. Why would we need to stream it from the cloud? Like, I mean, it's cool. Like, especially if you're someplace and you know it's, you want to party. It's not even so much about. It's not so much about streaming for me as much as having a permanent storage for your music, that no matter what devices you own today or tomorrow, that your music is not physically attached to a physical device that you can, you can possibly lose. That The fact is that 
it's always up there as a backup. So when I buy a new computer one day, if I don't connect it to my old one, I can just download it directly. The idea that forever oh, and ever, true. Ian Eisenberg has his music, and not just his music, but his videos and games. Like, I want to know that one day, if, um, if I replace my iPhone with a different phone, that all those levels of Angry Birds that I passed, that I completed, are saved and stored for the next device. Well, you know, don't laugh, but I've been playing Angry Birds, so I guess I could store it up in the cloud, too. I mean, I think it's really cool to have the cloud, and I think that it'll, you know, it'll be providing a lot, you know, so that when I, because I have, like, my iPad now, my computer, and so I can pull it from anywhere. I mean, that is really cool. But on the flip side, and just like, you know, having, as long as it's just music, because I know also in the cloud they want to start, you know, putting other files and so forth. And, you know, the cloud is really just a server somewhere. So just like we have hackers who can get into our, our current stuff, there are hackers who can get into our music and other things on the cloud. Got it. That's but you know what? It's yeah. One thing I do love about technology, and I know that uh, the two of us, as we speak a lot about it, because it's something which we absolutely love, is that it's there, there's no sure thing. Like, the thing is, it's like it keeps on changing, and it's people, there are all these new companies that keep on coming up that you don't know what's going to stick, what's going to stay forever, what is going to be a what's going to go out of business and be deleted. Like, for example, you have Google. Google owns YouTube. Before they had YouTube, they had Google Video. And then Google which just finally... Great. Which it wasn't that it was, wasn't great. It was just that it wasn't completely developed to the point um, at the time that Google bought YouTube. But Google Video just sat there for years until Google announced that we're going to get rid of it. And there was an outcry from people who, because they said they were going to delete anything that was uploaded there. And then they finally decided, okay, let's, we're going to make a button so you can easily just move it to YouTube if you want. But the fact well, is, you know, all I can say is that I YouTube think, is the standard, Google Video is not. You know, yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. You know, Ian, I got to skip over to this next subject because it's really hilarious. Go ahead. What do you Go ahead, Gail. Think of the new Chaz. Who? Formerly, the new Chaz, formerly Chastity Bono. I don't know. It's a very interesting subject that I hear about. That it's just, I think the fact that it's you have someone who is just very much is is a child of two very famous people. One of them who is still living and still is a gigantic star is the fact that it's just interesting that it, can, it just brings attention. Like, I'm sure that there are many people who have gone through such operations and such changes in their lives, but they don't have famous families. To the fact where this person actually, I mean, it's it's definitely the type what 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 Chastity did to become Chaz is not necessarily something I'm interested in going through myself, but... The fact is that that this person has this national platform to share this with the world because of because of a the extremity of it, but b just because of that celebrity backing. Well, you know who I'd love to find out. What's the face of this? Our next guest, Jocelyn, who's ready to Jocelyn. come on. And, and I, 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 I see that. Jeff, are you ready for Jocelyn? Yeah, I think we're ready for Jocelyn. You ready for Jocelyn, Ian? I got you, babe. <laughs> I got you, too. <laughs> All right. Jocelyn, you there? Hi. Hello. Hey, how, how are you? you? Oh, I'm great. Yeah, how are you? Well, Jocelyn, we'd thank you for joining like us. to welcome you. And we're Thanks thankful for that me. you came on today. So, Jocelyn, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? So... My name is Jocelyn, of course, and I am originally from Singapore. Came to the States about 12 years ago. Um, went to law school, worked as a lawyer, but I left the corporate law job and recently started my own business, which is a website for moms. So I really like the group on business model and decided to come up with one to serve my mommy friends out there who are not being served by the group ones of the world. 
and it's called MomsLoveIt.com. We are live right now. We have this great deal for a 40-hour personal yoga session in the comforts of your own home. So you may have the kids running all around, but you can take an hour in your living room, have her come to you, and after Shavasana, you can just go straight to bed. <laughs> well, you know something I've always wanted you know to do. <laughs> well, you know what's great, Jocelyn? MomsLoveIt.com is really cool because while they're having the yoga, the kids can actually start listening to their music. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's what we're here to talk about. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, Jocelyn, parents, parents' kids' music is all about what adults, parents, and kids listen to and your parents. And, you know, being from Singapore, that must be interesting of the music you listened to when you were in Singapore and what your parents listened to, and then coming over to the States and listening to the music here. Can you tell us what, you know, what was the music like, you know, that you listened to growing up? And, you know, what was the music like that your parents listened to? And did you drive them crazy with your music or did they drive you crazy with theirs? You know, interestingly enough, the music that I grew up listening to was very Western. Uh, My parents are very Westernized Singaporeans. And I grew up listening to ABBA and Michael Jackson and... Billy Holiday, like the yeah, the the old time um, pop singers, because Singapore was a British colony, and so it had a lot of Western influences. My parents went to Australia for college; they speak perfect English. Yeah, so we're actually very Westernized for an Asian family. Well, did you did you listen to any music that just made your parents want to say, "Okay, Jocelyn, that's great. You're a teenager. Just close the door." Did you have any music (laughs) like that that drove Crazy. Yeah, I had this heavy metal phase <laughs> during my rebel days when I was about 12 or 13 years old. So even though rebel. I actually didn't like it, I mean, I did not like heavy metal. Like to this day, that is the probably the kind of music that I hate the most. But just because it was in keeping with my whole rebel persona, that was this rebellious teenage girl. So I listened to Metallica and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? that that's something that was not really heavy metal. I'm Guns N' Roses. It's not considered heavy metal, right? But they're certainly loud and noisy. So I play and bless my Metallica and Guns N' Roses and Bon Jovi at the top of the volume. That that definitely drove them nuts. I had my face around that same age, too. Really? Me, too. <laughs> we, we get that. Well, well, Jocelyn, who did it drive? I mean, do you have any funny stories? Like, who did it drive crazier, your mom or your dad or both? I think more my mom because she worked as a teacher. So she was home most of of the time. My dad, funnily enough, was actually the CEO of the Radio Corporation of Singapore. So he had to listen to music. He had to know what kids my age were wanting to listen for his job. So he was very tolerant. (laughs) Yeah, he was like, all right, this is the kind of crap people want to listen to. Fine, then he'll get his DJs to play on their radio stations. Oh, wow. Yeah. And your mom, what? What would your mom tell you when soon as she would hear it? <laughs> she was like, can you play some classical music instead? Or how about ABBA? You used like ABBA when you were a little girl. Can you play ABBA instead? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, what, and what about your sister or your brothers? What did they listen to? My sister became a DJ, funnily enough. So we have had a lot of oh, wow, music in my family. Yeah, she plays the electronic dance, you know, the really cool kind of DJ, not the hip-hop top 40s kind of DJ. She's the kind of DJ that I'm too cool to hang around with, but she's one of those. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, like, growing growing up and, you know, driving your mom crazy with the music and your dad being tolerant, I could only imagine the two of them sitting there. Like, what are some of your best memories of even music they listen to and, and as a family? You know, what was a really good bonding experience was when we would go and watch a musical together and then purchase the CD of that musical and come home and play together because we already had that shared experience having witnessed the musical. So we saw Cats together, we saw Les Miserables together, uh, Phantom of the Opera, and then we get the CD. And so when we come home, that was finally, finally a piece of music the whole family could enjoy because the whole family saw that music. I think that was the only time we ever really agreed on music. Hey, Ian, why don't you ask her about Lady Gaga? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about Lady Gaga, the the person, the musician, and just the influence that she has just on all pop culture, including those impressionable kids who are still trying to discover who they are and see this person who is 
is is she I mean so many people adopt her as a role model like what what are your opinions of her I guess the opinion that I have of her is not really so much a matured opinion. I haven't done a lot of research or investigated this woman very much. I know her as a cultural pop phenomenon, and I hear a lot of people call her crazy, but an absolute genius. So as an artist, <laughs> I completely admire her work. Absolutely phenomenal, and the music videos that she has created. As a role model, I guess the good thing about her is that she's such an individual, and she lets her individuality and creativity shine and managed to create such a unique brand for herself based upon who I'm guessing and hoping that is who she really is. So she has the whole, I don't care what people say, I don't care what people think, I'm just going to do what I do and be who I am. I think that's actually not bad at all for being a role model because I think in this society, a lot of people, especially growing up, we try to conform to our peers, to society, to the norm and we lose our sense of individuality. So if she's actually a role model for people respecting the individuality and as an individual being uh, comfortable with who you are, then being respected by society for being who you are and even achieving the success that she has gotten by being who she is, I think that's a great role model for us to all live as who we are, who we are going to become, and have society recognize and appreciate us just as that, rather than just being a cookie-cutter replica of your peers or of what society wants you to be. So I guess, Jocelyn, what you're saying is you really think that, you know, am I, would I be correct in saying that you feel that children watching her will feel comfortable being who they are? Is that what you're saying, too? That's the positive interpretation. They could all just start become late Gaga clones, right? And then that wouldn't be as, as, as productive a way of of viewing her as a role model, but if they took from her what I take, which is you know, just let your individuality shine and the world respect you for it, then that would be the positive aspect. If they just start being like, all right, I'm just going to look exactly like Lady Gaga, then that's not really what I think would be the positive take from a woman like her. Right, or just all the different crazy things that she wears. And if like, you have <laughs> hundreds of artists who do the same exact thing, then it doesn't become unique anymore. Correct, correct, yeah. So I think the message that I would get, and I'm I'm pretty positive type of person, I have to, to see what's the best message that can be gathered from someone or something. So the best thing that I would take from her is, you know, just be you, do what you want to do, and wear what you want to wear. Except I don't know, Jocelyn, about the lampshade because, you know, they might decide they want to turn the light on and there's no light to turn on. There, there is no light. It's a, it's a living, breathing light. It, it, it's called your heart because <laughs> the, did you know that your heart no, produces, true. like, so much electricity and people don't even realize that? I think it's not so much about being the next Lady Gaga but being the first Jocelyn or the first Gail That's or right. the first Ian. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly my point. It's, Thank you for understanding what I'm saying. No, um, it, it truly absolutely. is. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm joking about the lampshade, but, you know, the lampshade represents something. It's like turning the light bulb on mm-hmm. and that the idea of who you are is yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's that's what it's all about is actually in this time and age, I can be who I want to be, you know. Yeah. And that's, and that's yeah. all that matters. And even her music is individual. You know, Jocelyn, I'd love to ask it you takes something. A time, it takes some time, though, to really become comfortable with who you are and just be happy being who you are. Sorry, what were you saying, Gil? Well, you know, I was going to ask you, you know, I'm sure now that, you know, you've launched Mommy, Moms Love It, you know, .com, all your mm-hmm. friends that are moms, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sure they have varying ages of children. But what do you notice about, you know, some of the kids out there now who are teenagers and slightly younger, you know, kids almost going into teenage, what do you notice about them and how they relate to the music today? I think a lot of times now, actually, rather than it being a one-way street, music being set to them via radio, etc., the the interesting thing and empowering thing about this day and age in music is that it's now a two-way street. Teenagers can actually use and leverage their the all these music platforms to broadcast to their peers and the world what they like and what they want. So with Pandora, for example, they can now share with their social circle what they are listening to and kind of have a a, 
a vote almost in terms of shaping musical preference in this world. So it's no longer so top-down with these record labels telling teenagers what they should be listening to and what they should be liking, but it's very much a two-way street where um, teenagers these days can actually shape the music industry and shape what's being listened to and liked by by people in this world. I think it's quite empowering, really, that that teenager yeah, you know, now has a voice. I thoroughly agree with you. You know, that thoroughly agree with you. That makes a lot of sense. That makes absolutely a lot of sense. Really, being just powered by the people, and rather than what marketing and music executives say, okay, what's going to make us the most money, and what are we going to tell people is cool? That yeah. on Facebook, that somebody can like an artist, and therefore it will show up on their Facebook. All their friends' Facebook walls. So this exactly. guy, this girl, likes this, and then you realize, oh wow, I, I like this person. This person's a cool person. I'm going to, I'm going to take a look at this artist so I can get to know this person better, sort of. And yeah, I think that's really like mm-hmm. it's relationships. It goes to relationships. Although I think there's that level of it not necessarily being compatible with the parents or the kids yet. There's the whole my mom's on Facebook syndrome in some ways where it's not socially acceptable sometimes for kids, especially those younger kids, to be friends on the social media sites with their parents. Mm. I'm friends with my parents on Facebook. My but my father, I don't think he knows, he would know how to use Facebook. I mean, I've been slowly teaching my wonderful 70-year-old father how to use a computer and it, it, it's a fun experience, but it's also it's just weird, just like backtracking what it's. I always said it's like how kids know kids like I always knew how to program the VCR. I always had to do that mm-hmm. for my father. There's a whole generation of people that are just just slowly learning. Yeah, just, yeah. But my father's found the music channels on Direct TV, so I think that there's certainly certainly levels of just that music discovery going into all generations, even though it might yeah. be different for those that are more computer savvy than others. I think that's a beautiful thing, the whole um, aspect of discovery. Because of technology, we're allowed to discover so many more things online that makes life more interesting, and that definitely includes the music world as well. I can discover so much more music because of social media. Absolutely. And Gail, are you back? Yes, I am. I've been back for a little bit. We somehow got cut off there. But, um, no, I, t- I, totally, I totally agree with what you guys were saying when I was just listening to. Um, I just think, I think kids today, you know, Jocelyn, would you say that kids today are a lot more, a, a lot more forward-thinking than we were as kids? They seem to know how to walk as soon as they come out of the womb. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that, right? They know how to surf the Internet as soon as they come out of the womb. So would you would you think that they're a lot more you know a lot more music savvy than we are because they have a lot more technology at their hands than we did when we were kids? Well, if music savvy means they have access to a lot more different genres of music and at the at the tip of their fingertips, then yes, absolutely. I mean, as growing up, I would be limited in terms of my music to what the radio DJ on ninety eight point seven would play to me. And that's all I know. Right now I can right. yeah, pick a music, one music, that one song that I like and be recommended a whole variety of other different types of music based on that. It's very much more of a, a discovery and exploration platform these days in terms of music than it ever once was. That, you know, that is so true. Um, I, I, have to, I have to say that having the variety now that we have and watching the kids, you know, one of the things I noticed that the kids do is like, oh, I have this music, and they just openly pass it on to their friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you've got the music industry saying, no, you can't do that, <laughs> you know? And it's, it's yeah, kind of funny because – go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go on. I don't know. I'm just saying that, it's, you know, kids are so open. They're so, like, innocent. They just want to share things. You know what I mean? And yeah, I but what the music industry doesn't realize is that it actually helps them rather than hurts them. Exactly, because they'll sell more, actually. Exactly, they'll actually sell yeah. 
it, it, it sweet popularity and virality and, and <clears throat> mass consumption, and it just increases the popularity of the star and the name of the star that they're trying to promote. I so agree. Well, Jocelyn, we really thank you for coming on, and we, if you'd love to stay on, we'd love to have you on. We have our next guest, Amy Schrager. And Amy Schrager is a family dynamic coach, and we have Jocelyn, entrepreneur extraordinaire, here as well. So, Amy, welcome. Oh, thank you. So I should just hang on, is that right? Well, you know, Jocelyn, we'd love for you to hang with us a little bit more if you'd like. Sure, happy to. I'll hang out with you girls. Okay. Hey, Amy, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Okay, Amy, welcome. here at Dale. Welcome. Yes. Welcome, and welcome to Parents, Kids, Music with Ian Eisenberg and Gail Davis and Jocelyn Chia. Thank so would you. you. Would you share? Thank you. Would you share a little bit about, you know, just tell us your name and what you do, and we'll get right into your music. Sure. Okay, so my name is Amy Schrager. I live in New York City, and I'm a family dynamics life coach. And um, I live, uh, as I said, I live in Manhattan, with my roommate and my roommate's son and my uh, and our two dogs. Well, very cool. Well, Ian, yeah. you yeah. know, I hear that, you know, Amy loves music and she loves TV, so I think we have a lot to ask her, and I think her and Jocelyn will have a lot in common. What do you think? I, I think so. I think so. We have a, I think it's just a great dynamic that we have here, like, at this, at this very second. Well, you know, Amy, we were talking about Lady Gaga. Yes. And and Jocelyn was sharing about her individuality and, you know, how if kids look at it in a particular way, they'll get to see that, you know, being an individual is really cool, you know, and they get yes. to be who they are. So, you know, we'd love to know what your thoughts are about Lady Gaga and, you know, and kids and, and so forth. Uh, so my thoughts about Lady Gaga um, I don't know that I have that many. I mean, I think she's a very talented musician, and she's a talented um, perform- uh, performer plus also um, sort of like how Madonna was, where, you know, able to, like, insert herself and have herself be very controversial so that her music gets, really gets heard. And I'm, I think that that's, um, you know, a really um, sensational thing about performance. Um, my opinion about her and children I'm not quite sure. I mean, I know that, you know, she um, likes to play up on her sexuality and her, um, um, and I don't know that that's necessarily what, like, I would want my younger children being exposed to, but now that she's sort of beginning to, um, I, I just heard, you know, things about where she's beginning to sort of reach out and work with children and, like, you know, try to provide something for those of them, you know, those who are showing musical talent. That's something that, you know, that's kind of how I see, like, you know, sort of the job of the performers, as well as performing, but to be role models for our children. Well, what do you think, Ian? You know what? I think that it's, like, going on a little earlier what Jocelyn and I were saying, mentioning earlier, that it's really so much about the individuality, and I think, I think that, Lady Gaga is definitely a lot more appealing to children than Madonna is because I think that Madonna, there was like a high, high level of sex in the image. To the point where Lady Gaga is, there are extremes to it and in the fashion and in the art of it. It's not so much about this is someone for kids. Like I highly, like I wouldn't, like Lady Gaga is someone who I can see being like, I don't know, like, hosting, like, the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards, but maybe she'll be a guest, but that's a big baby type thing. I think that, without a doubt, she's not the only artist around, but the fact is that she has been just huge the last few years to the fact where, to the fact where it's to the point where where Amazon, as we were saying, as we opened the show with yesterday, sold her a full album for $1, just using her popularity to sell their new cloud music products. Yeah, so I just want to turn the conversation a little bit for Amy. I'd like to know really what your background was just as a child listening to music and and what kind of music was introduced to you by your parents and where did you go from there? 
Um, so this is for Amy, yeah? Um, so I, um, let's see. I think that, you know, we mostly listened in my house to, like, whatever was pop, whatever was popular at the time. Um, I remember my mother was very much interested in music, and she always um, was uh, making um, tapes from the 45s that she would she would buy so that we could always have music on our vacations, like the kind of music that we like. So, um, and I think, I mean, like, my earliest recollections of music like that was, like, Tony Orlando and Dawn and, um, uh, I remember, like, John Denver. And it was, you know, fairly eclectic, but mostly what was ever, like, you know, the top 40 of the time. My parents together often listened to music that I didn't particularly enjoy, which would be, like, um, Andy Williams or Tom Jones or, um, uh, you know, uh, people who would sing everybody else's songs. You know, like the songs that they sang that were their original songs, those were pretty good. But the songs that, like, when they copied everybody else's songs, that's what I never particularly enjoyed. Um, but uh, we definitely, you know, always had music playing in the house. It was either TV was on or music was on. But when we were on vacation, it was all music. Well, I have, well, I have a question for you, Amy. You know, Jocelyn was sharing with us earlier that her dad was really cool. Her dad owned a radio station that was really kind of cool with the music that she played. But, uh-huh. like, if she played Metallica or Guns N' Roses, it drove her mom crazy. So did you have any music that, when you were growing up, like your mom and dad just wanted you and your sisters to close the door? Yeah, um, I think that when I started, when I started sort of venturing out when I was in about seventh grade, like, you know, 12 or 13, I became a deadhead. And uh, my parents were not a fan of the Grateful Dead. You know, and my, 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 in my opinion, it was more about the name and the idea of them than it was, than it was their music, per se. Because my grandmother, I remember one time I was out on vacation with my grandmother and I was listening to a Grateful Dead tape. My grandmother started dancing. She's like, oh, this is great. What's the name of the band? I said, Grateful Dead. She goes, what a horrible name. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, but so yeah, it uh, uh, it you know like so yeah, I would say that that was sort of where they you know the the Grateful Dead, um, most of the Rolling Stones stuff. That was the kind of the stuff that I listened to. I listened to pretty much um, you know rock, um, uh, at classic rock music, and that's where we kind of you know my parents just basically when it went further away from whatever was like top forty. Then my parents just were not interested. My mother wasn't interested. My father pretty much, you know, wasn't even that interested in the top forty stuff. You know, only some of the only certain songs. You know, he sort of okay. kind of ventured off in his own thing. Got it. Now, Amy, oh, have you have you heard of a movie or seen a movie called The Music Never Stopped? I've heard of it, but I don't know if I, if I saw it. Yeah, it had a very limited release a few months ago, but I thought it was a beautiful movie where, like, The Grateful Dead was really just, like, the backdrop of this 30-something kid um, reconnecting with his parents through his music. Oh, wow. No, I don't think, I definitely didn't see that. It, it, it was, it, all I can say is, I, I think, I think that I think that's something I highly suggest for anyone to see, especially if you've ever been into the Grateful Dead or even had like that clash of music with your parents. You know, what I, would, I would be interested. In, I'd be interested in to ask Jocelyn and Amy. You know, um, Jocelyn and Amy, I would love to know, like right now, if you were hanging with your parents, okay? And you were about to listen to like the newest song out there. What is the newest song you guys have introduced to your parents now that's out there? Jocelyn? Um, I really like Bruno Mars and Secondhand Serenade. And I think their music's definitely melodic and uncontroversial enough that my parents will be appreciated too. And I definitely have to pair it along with the music videos. I think that new Bruno Mars um song Amazing. The music video is so great and creative. I would I would definitely want to show it to my parents. Like look look how far music video has come come from back twenty, thirty years ago. Do you think your parents would dance with you? 
when they dance. You know, I have gone clubbing with my dad before. He's a pretty cool dude. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that <laughs> that when he was really 40. Cool. I mean, now that he's in his 60s, maybe not. But <laughs> <laughs> that is really cool. <laughs> yeah. If Amy, if you were about to play it. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, my um, my mom was definitely the one who, like, who I, like I said, who was a bit hipper when it came to music, and um, let's see, I mean, I know that I introduced to her the song "Build Me Up Buttercup," which she's now like, is what plays on her telephone. <laughs> but I probably think now, maybe like "Hey Soul Sister" by Train, that's the song I think that she would actually, you know, like. You know, I mean, I I have played for her like more recently, you know, some music that you know, like playlists and stuff. And and some of it she'll be like, oh, no, 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 I don't like that. And then others she'll be like, oh, that's pretty nice. But I think that, you know, um, I actually think that probably a, a lot of Lady Gaga she would like. And um, and uh, the train, soul, hey, soul sister. Wow. Something I could no, think of. Hey, sister, soul sister. <laughs> well, you know, I have to say, guys, that, you know, if it came to my mom, my mom loves music. She loves all music. So I could actually go dance with my mom to Bruno Mars, too. I could relate to that. But I can also relate to yours as well. But I think my favorite music, and I know you guys are going to laugh, but would still be Michael Jackson, you know, Man in the Mirror or, you know, one of those songs, because we really love those and we just, like, jump up and dance to it. So I really would have to say those, you know. And yeah, Bruno Mars with B.O.B., she loves Bruno Mars with B.O.B., so my mom would really dance to that. So what about you, Ian? What do you think your dad would go dance with you to? I don't know. It's like the only time I've ever really seen my dad, my dad's dance has been at weddings, and he just won't get off the floor no matter what's playing. It's like any like music or any concerts or anything, it's, I don't think he really cares so much about what the music is. I know he's... We've been people who have certainly clashed over what we've listened to over the years, but if you actually have an actual live band playing, and whether it's a popular song or old standard, and it's a wedding, and he's someone who doesn't drink, he's on that floor. And I know that, like, last fall, my cousin, one of my cousins got married, and my sister took lots of pictures of him, and it was great. And since he's not on Facebook, my sister tagged my name on him, and it was definitely a treat just seeing, just having such, those such memories and just exciting things just on the Internet and just shared like that. That's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. So, you know, I, then, you know, this brings me into the last question. You know, Jocelyn and Amy, what, I mean, would your parents dance right now? Like, what song would they dance to right now that would be, like, <laughs> kind of like rocking it out? Rocking it out. Hmm. Uh, it's well, uh, for my parents, uh, they would definitely dance right now. I don't know they I would call it rock it out. But um, they they definitely are a fan of the oldies, so like more today than yesterday. Um, by I think it's the spiral staircase. That's something that they would okay. if it starts playing, they'll get up and dance. Okay. And and, and what well, about my parents, your parents? Hands down, hands down, Dancing Queen by Eva. <laughs> oh wow! So your mom still loves Eva now. She still loves Eva to this day. <laughs> she came to New York oh, and worked wow. on yeah. Oh, wow. Well, you know, guys, I just want to thank you so much for being with us today. You know, and, you know, one of the things, Jocelyn, you know, with your, your website, momlovit.com, you really mm-hmm. are reaching out to the mothers and children. Just, you know, I just want to say that, you know, really past just, you know, offering the, the daily deals provided for moms so they can relax sometimes. But I'd like to know what you personally would say to kids, like, you know, living their dreams and having the things that they would like. What would you say to, you know, the kids out there? What inspirational thing would you like to leave for them? You know what helped me growing up and what would have helped me growing up had I known it earlier too is actually, it's, it's not easy. I'm, I know growing up as a kid, as a teenager in this society, especially with all the pressures that we have and challenges that we face, but to 
remember that you will become one day a mature and ideally a successful and happy adult. And so when you're a teenager, if you can just imagine yourself talking to the adult you that you're going to become and imagine what kind of advice the adult you would give to yourself. So now at 30, right, I wish I could go back to my 12-year-old and 13-year-old and be like, hey, I know you're going through this now, but you will get through it and you will become the better and the stronger for it. I know now, trust me, because I'm here now 10 years later, and I'm telling you, you made it. You made it through. So when you are that 12-year and 13-year-old, just imagine, just make it up in your mind even. What would this adult you say to yourself had they really been able to come to you when you were 12 to give you some words of wisdom and words of comfort? I think that would actually be very useful. That's actually a visualization and meditation technique that my meditation teachers teach me now. So now when I go through my struggles, I picture like my 50-year-old successful self, you know, coming from her retirement home in the French Riviera to come talk to me as I go through my entrepreneurial journey. And it's very helpful to me now. So even as a teenager, I think that could be also a very helpful tool growing up. And what about you, Amy? Can you repeat the question for me again? I'm sorry, I missed what you said. Oh, sure. Sure. We'd love to know what inspirational thing that you would leave the cho- you know, uh, kids and children out there who are going for their dreams. Um, to play full out, um, to, you know, respect the people who are there in your life to give you guidance, but not to, but to like not allow yourself to be stopped by what anybody says will work or won't work or, you know, what they see as possible. Well, I, I just really want to, you know, Ian and I want to thank both of you for taking the time to be with us today. It was really fun with you guys. We had a, yeah, we had a blast. Really fun. <laughs> Love so, to do it again. So, Jocelyn and Amy, thank you so much for being with, being with us. Thank you. And we, and we just want to just let you guys know that if you want to reach out to uh Jocelyn, you reach out to Jocelyn through momslovit.com. And if you want to yeah, reach out to Amy. my email is jocelyn at momslovit.com if anyone needs to get in touch with me. J-O-C-G-L-Y-N at momslovit.com. And, Amy, if people would like to reach out to you, do you have a special place they can do so? Um, Let's see. Uh, right now, actually, they could do that um, to my um, website, which is actually a photography website. And that's um, uh, it's actually uh, Amy S at uh, Amy Schrager, com. My name is both Amy's spelled with an I. All right. Well, great. Well, ladies, no, thank you. ATF. I'm sorry, Amy. Go ahead and do that again so that the, our okay. audience can hear you. The email address is Amy S at Amy com, and Amy is spelled with an I. Okay. And for everyone who can hear that a little further, it's Amy S at amyschrager.com, and that's Amy S, A-M-I-S, at A-M-I-S-C-H-R-A-G-E-R.com, and then we have Jocelyn for Moms Love It, J-O-C-E-L-Y-N, at momslovit.com. Again, that's Jocelyn at momslovit.com. And ladies, we thank you so much for being on today. It was a lot of fun. Thank, Thank you. you. I had a lot of fun. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye bye. 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 So Ian, we had a great show today. Absolutely, Gail. Absolutely. We had some wonderful conversations, some pretty strong guests, pretty strong opinions of Lady Gaga. Yes or no? Maybe <laughs> so. You know, we, isn't it amazing isn't it amazing? how all four of us had our own views of Lady Gaga. Yes. And just to think, someone I'm someone who's really not so much plugged into the popular music and the musicians, but, like, I don't listen to much. I mean, the radio I tend to listen to is rock stations. The fact is, it's like, she just can't be ignored. <laughs> That's how powerful this woman is right now. You know, that it's so true. I mean, you know, Ian, she, she's created a presence without even having to be there. Yes. I mean, she wasn't here, but 
chances are she could have been a guest on our show. It's like, it's just amazing, just the power of just word of mouth. It's like we're not even telling people buy her album or don't buy her album, but we're mentioning her, and that just adds to the conversation. And that goes to show kids can create whatever they want because she had originally said that she wanted to be a household name without being in the house. I remember her saying that. And wow. Lady Gaga has become a household name. Young and old know her. I mean, like, Ian, yeah. I was in San Francisco, and an old couple who were, like, 75 years old went to go see her in concert. Wow. And, and it blew them away. So, Lady Gaga, I don't know about you other artists out there. You guys are some of the greatest artists out there who aren't Lady Gaga, but you might want to take a page from her book because she's actually doing it right. So, Ian, do we have any more news on the forefront to share with our audience before we leave for the day? I, I think we're pretty good. I think that every, as always here in this in this in the world of music, that there's uncertainties. The only certainties that are is the relationships that you have with the people that you know and the people that you meet, and that because those people, if you have those people in your life who raised you, whether it's your parents or your grandparents or your aunts or uncles or someone else, they're still alive today and they're and whether they're a big part of your life or not, just remember they're here right now and that's the one thing that I just want to leave today. How about you, Gal? Well, you know, I, there is one little tidbit I'd like to leave, you know, All right. and um, there is a lot of things out there that, you know, um, we all would love to know about. But there is some music, you know, apps out there that we should, you know, share with a little, a, a few people. And that's like Supersonic and Pocket Hipster. Those are the kinds of new music apps out on the iPhone and the iPod and the iPad if you guys want to discover brand new music that you've never heard before. So I just thought I'd share that with you guys. And as always, it's been a blast, Ian Eisenberg. Absolutely, Gal Davis. Thank you very much. And for Jay Logan and Chuck and Sue and Al Roker, we thank you for joining us today here on Parents Kids Music. We're looking forward to the next show, which should be sometime next week. Oh, one thing, Ian, we forgot. What's that? We have to tell Chuck and Sue they can come back on. Yes. Absolutely. You can come back on, Chuck and Sue. Just give us a call, and we'll see you next week. So thank you very thank much, you, Gal, and you too. Thank you.